Good morning. If you have your Bibles, you can uh, go ahead and start turning to Psalms chapter 32. How many of you uh, have seen where the red fern grows or read the book? A lot of us here has. That was one of my favorite stories as a young boy. But there was a story in that book that stuck with me, and it's a, I've heard this in different variations over the years. It's called the clutching hand trap. Now, the grandpa was telling the young boy how to catch a coon. And he said, you cut a small hole in a hollow log, and then you drive some nails around in it, pointing downward and inward, kind of like a fish trap. And then you put something shiny in the bottom of it, like a piece of a tin can. So the raccoon puts his hand in it and he grabs that little shiny object and when he tries to pull his hand back out he can't get out because of the nails. Now all he would have to do is turn loose of that shiny object and he can pull his hand out. But he'll stubbornly hang on to it until the hunter comes and ultimately for his love of that piece of scrap he'll lose his life. So too does the Christian sometimes give up his life in Christ all too often to the scraps of the world. You see, our relationship with Christ is eternal, but our fellowship with Christ is conditional. And he so, so much wants and desires that fellowship with each and every one of us, but all too often we let it go holding on to some scrap, some temptation, some shiny sin, that seems to be too insignificant to cause trouble. But the Bible assures us that we as Christians are set free from sin. So that means that sin no longer holds on to us. We hold on to it. It's us. It's our responsibility to turn it loose. So if we have it in our life, Before we realize it, that sin can become an addiction or a habit, and then we don't even see it as a danger. But in the end, it always comes with a price that we don't wish to pay. But there's good news. All we have to do is simply let go and repent. Now, that doesn't simply mean to ask forgiveness and still hold on to it because you're still in the trap. I've been guilty of that myself in the past. But in Psalms 32... David contrasts these two lives and the reconciliation of that life. And I'm going to read most of this chapter, so it'll get just a bit lengthy. But blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. And this is where he's talking about while he's holding on to that sin. While I kept silence... My bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into drought of summer. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgression unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. For this shall one, shall every one that is godly pray unto thee, In a time when thou mayest be found, surely in the floods of great waters they shall come, not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. 
Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Be ye not as a horse or as a mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with the bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth the Lord, mercy shall compass about him. So this morning I want us to think, is there something that we're holding on to today? Is there something in our life that is causing that fellowship with Christ to be broken? Not to be what it is. Not to be at the end of this we can say like Paul did that we have run our race good faith, that we finished our course. Not that we're looking back with regret because we held on to things that don't matter. We built up treasure here on earth that is gone like the fluff of the wheat when it's thrashed. And we don't have the treasure in heaven. So if there's something that we're holding on to today, please don't hold to it any longer. Our time in this life is so finite. We have so little time in the scope of eternity to serve Christ. Let's don't spend any more of it in bondage. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for this chance to come out to your house, Lord. We thank you for all these that have come. We thank you for the servants that work in this church, Lord, for those that are diligent and those that are dependable that show up every day in and out to serve you, Lord. We ask that you just help us all to be of that mindset, Lord, to turn loose the things of this world and concentrate on the things of your kingdom, Lord. We ask that you just watch over us, care for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.